Hello, and welcome to The Tish. I'm Dina Weiss. The Torah is not only full of laws, it's also full of laws about laws. There's a lot of detail about how to set up a judicial system and how to be a good judge. And one of these larger extrajudicial principles that the Torah mentions is that a judge should make their decisions in a way of mishpat tzedek, a righteous judgment. But it seems like maybe the term righteous judgment is a little redundant, right? If something is not righteous, is it really justice? And so what we should be saying to the judges is, do justice. Why are we telling them that they should judge righteously? So the Kedushat Levi understands this element of tzedek in light of the related concept of tzedakah. Tzedek here is not about right and wrong. It's about compassion and kindness, that there should be some element of tzedakah in the way that the judge evaluates the people who are standing in front of them. And I think in order to understand what the Kedushat Levi means when he talks about judging people with this element of charity, with this element of softness and kindness, it's helpful to lay out three different possibilities of how a judge could be a kind, generous judge. One way is to not be a judge at all. I don't want to judge anyone. I don't want to evaluate anyone. I'm going to step out of the story entirely. That's one path. The second path is the attitude that we're familiar with from Pirkei Avot. When I don't have enough information, or even maybe when I do have enough information, I'm going to put my thumb on the side of the scale that leans towards forgiveness, and I'm going to go out of my way to interpret the fact in a way in which you emerge guiltless. That's also something really complicated for an actual judge to do, because in an actual courtroom, there is often something or somebody else on the other side of the scale that you are going to be disadvantaging if you decide that you're going to judge this person favorably. And so I think that the Kedushat Levi is actually talking about a third possibility, and that is you judge this person. You judge them accurately. If they are guilty in your eyes, you say you are guilty. But saying that someone is guilty can have many different qualities to it. There's one version of it, which is about if you've done something wrong, you are a bad person. And when I dismiss you from my courtroom, I dismiss you as a person. And then there's another path, which is the path that I think the Kedushat Levi is advocating the judge to take. And that is, I contextualize the bad decision that you made. I understand that maybe you had financial pressures. Maybe there were social pressures. Maybe it was just a momentary lapse of judgment. Generally, you are a good person. That didn't prevent you from doing this one thing that was wrong. But also, doing this one thing that was wrong does not negate the fact that you are, at your core, still a good person. It's this third way of judging that I think is also particularly applicable to us as lay judges. 
Even though we may want to say about ourselves that we are not judgmental and that we're not critical, and maybe the ideal would be for us to, in fact, not judge people, the Kedusha Levi says, that's not really realistic. We are all of us judges. We have before us these three options that all judges have. Not judging, judging favorably, or judging accurately, but contextualizing. And the Kedushat Levi says what you should do is contextualize, read people with kindness and generosity, even when you could read them extremely critically and only find fault with them. And the Kedushat Levi says the reason why it's so important for us to have these charitable narratives in our heads about other people is that God, when God judges us, takes his cues from us. And if we want God to look at us favorably, if we want God to accept our excuses, I was really tired, I didn't understand, I would never do it again, it was a one-time thing. If we want God to accept these kinds of charitable interpretations that we have of our own mistakes, we need to extend that level of charity to other people. And for the Kedusha Levi, that's the most important. What he is concerned with is the way that God judges us. But I would say that I think on the interpersonal realm, in some ways, it's even more real for me, even more important to recognize that if you're the kind of person who is so unforgiving, if you're the kind of person that always holds other people to a super exacting standard, no one is going to give you a break. No one is going to construct a narrative or accept a narrative of yours when you say, I meant to do well and I didn't do well. And in some senses, this notion of mishpat tzedek is not really only about a courtroom or even about the courtroom of the mind. It's actually about the way that we want to structure our relationships in our community. Do we want to always read things with a forgiving eye? Or do we always want to hold people to the most exacting standard possible? And there could be a world in which holding people to the most exacting standard possible is the ideal. But the Kedusha Levi does not think that that is our ideal. And instead, he holds us to this second standard of add the layer of contextualizing, add the layer of forgiveness, add the layer of tzedek, even in your pursuit of mishpat. This episode was produced by Sam Greenberg, Effie Unterman, and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for recording and editing this episode. Music for the Tish is from Hannah Raskin's debut album, Raza Capella, produced by Rising Song Records. I, 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 I,